This is Space Waffles, a Star Wars podcast. Welcome to Space Waffles. I am your host, Arzu, and with me is fellow Waffle Candace. Hello. Today is part two of our ongoing series about Masters and Padawans of the High Republic. So we are going to get into all that in just a minute, but... Candace, let's start with a more general sense. So to you, when you first think of Masters and Padawans removed from the High Republic, so the stuff we've seen on screen, who are the first set that come to mind? It's always Anakin and Obi-Wan. They are, no, they are the, what is it called? They are the, the blueprint. Blueprint. They are the blueprint. Thank you. Yes. I don't know. I feel like they're the Master and Padawan that we've seen the most screen time with. Mm-hmm. But the second... It's always Ahsoka and Anakin and also Ezra and Kanan. Okay. So of those three then, because those are the three you think of the most, um, what to you, I guess, would you, we're like really going to dive into it right now. Who, who would you consider to be the sort of the quintessential, the ideal, the baseline? Or is it maybe none of those three? No, it's Kanan and Ezra. Okay. It's Kanan and hopes Ezra. Rebels, uh, Rebels love is really jumping out on this series. Hey, it's not just hopes. <laughs> no, I'm saying like hope said the exact same thing. Exactly. So that's it. It's, so I'm going like your, your love's really jumping out. Hope here. and I are very similar with our love for Rebels. <laughs> but I think that Obi-Wan and Anakin obviously ended very badly. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. What do you mean? It ended fine. Yeah. And then um, I believe Anakin tried to kill Ahsoka too. What's a little temple dropping on someone's head between friends? And, like, Yoda got piggyback rides from Luke. Like, Luke got a few hours with Obi-Wan. I mean, I don't know the timeline and stuff like that. But. But, okay, Kanan and Ezra. Kanan and Ezra, they have the healthiest relationship. I think that Kanan has found the balance within the Jedi to be able to love and not make it a bad thing. Love is not a possessive thing for Kanan and also Ezra. It's a, it's a, not a weakness, it's a strength. Okay. To guide them to the light side of force. Yes, Ezra touched the dark side, but boy was traumatized. Boy was straight up tra- traumatized and he got maul in his head. Do you blame the kid? <laughs> not Do at you all. blame the kid? Not at all. His master got blinded because he made a bad decision. The guilt. And they, they obviously just like love each other so much. I think also we got Ezra and Kanan the most screen time of all the Master and Apprentices, too. Even more than Anakin and Obi-Wan? Yeah, if you consider how many episodes there are, there's not that many episodes of just the two of them. The two of them interacting. Also, oh, that's true. in Clone Wars, technically, they are co-workers. Anakin's not his master anymore. They're I mean, co-workers. Obi-Wan's not his master anymore. No, right. they are supposedly equals. And honestly, I'm not sure exactly like how much they were ever master and padawan really they were more brothers they were master and padawan for like they were master and padawan for 12 years they were no technically yes for 12 years they were but i don't know if obi-wan was ready for that responsibility obi-wan absolutely was not ready for that even though he's somehow a 25 year old apprentice and everybody else seems to graduate sooner our boy was a late bloomer that's all it's qui-gon's fault yeah. Not Obi-Wan's. Um, I don't know. I just decided it's Qui-Gon's fault. This is based in absolutely nothing. Because Obi-Wan <laughs> is faultless? 
No, because <laughs> Obi-Wan has no faults and has never done anything wrong in his life. Except his Padawan turned to the dark side. And that is not his billions. fault. Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon was like, hey, why don't we pluck this kid away from his mother, throw the kid in a ship, and then just, well, okay, it's not his fault he died. But then he like, Anakin just ends up with Obi-Wan, who didn't want this apprentice in the first place, didn't want this kid around in the first place. It's really not his fault that he got this very traumatized child who was being further traumatized by the dogma of the Jedi anyway. And then Obi was already this, traumatized. Obi-Wan is blameless is where I'm going with this. Okay, so we've got our baseline master Padawan for visual media. So now why don't we dive into the High Republic? So you picked this pair that we are going to treat as our baseline for the High Republic, and that is Estelle Gios and Vernestra Rose. So what is it about these two? Well, honestly, Vern, Vernestra is my favorite character of the High Republic, except after, well, before Loden, really. Thankfully. Rest in peace, Loden, great storm. Yes. Like, when I first read the first book with her in it, I was like, who is this man who let this child just graduate? And was like, you're 16. You're fine. Go. Be a Jedi. <laughs> so, like, it intrigued me from the get-go. And it's I just... Deeply I think- responsible behavior. Yeah, I feel like they have an interesting dynamic. It does remind me a little of like Kanan and Ezra, the way they tease each other. Okay. So I think they have that aspect. But yeah, I don't know if it was good for Vanestra to be like, I feel bad for the girl. I don't think so either. And I, I did make this point before, and I wonder what you think, is that like, Vanestra is very like gifted kid in that she's just going to push herself till she burns out. But usually anybody in that scenario needs somebody to be like, okay, take a break, take care of yourself. But like Stellan is also exactly like Vernestra. He is also a very push until you burn out person. So if she's pushing herself, he's not stopping her. He's like, great, go achieve, be the, go be a a prodigy Jedi and graduate at 16 and enter the workforce so we can be peers when you are like half my age. So yeah, I don't, I agree. I don't think this was a good idea for Vernestra and I think it's going to hurt later. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that like for Vernestra that I really like, like related to was like, I was six and I was, I took an IQ test at this place and they're like, your IQ is like genius level. It's higher than most kids. You and one other person in the class will go to these special classes because you're so smart. You know, Mm. so you grow up with these mindsets to the point that, yeah, you do get burned out. I like I did geometry in high school in ninth grade and I was terrible at it. And I had a mental breakdown because of it, because I was like, I'm supposed to be able to handle this. But my brain and the shapes just don't work together. (laughs) Like you don't understand that. You don't understand that you've been told you are above all this. And the thing is, like, Vernestra at this age is also given a Padawan of her own. And I'm like, do you know how to be a master with your short time being a a Padawan? But she's not given a Padawan. She chooses to take one. Is it really, like, choice or is it more like, I got to do this? Well, she could have taken him to the temple and helped him find an adult. I mean, Obi-Wan could have done the same with Anakin or I guess but not, he promised 
What's his face? Qui-Gon. Yeah. He promised Qui-Gon on his deathbed that he would take Anakin. So Obi-Wan probably felt like he didn't have a choice. I get Vernestra has that sort of obligation and that she was there when Imri's master died. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's more like what you're saying. Like, I'm supposed to be above this. She's like, well, if I'm a knight. Yeah, this I'm is part adult, of the this, this is part, is part of, the of the gig is taking on a student, not thinking that she is 16 years old and Imri is 14. Like, they're so close in age. It's babies raising babies. Uh, it really is. And like, this girl, I worry because this girl has no friends. She has Wreath, mm-hmm. who has a big old crush on her and obviously is not thinking straight, but Wreath has a big old crush on everybody. But she's got Wreath, who, who is also sort of in this position of feeling inadequate because he's older than she is yeah and he's still an apprentice and that has to be so weird because everyone who is your colleague really is so much older than you mm-hmm. while there are some people who are only like a few years into their padawanship or newly padawans who are so close in age with you like you have no equal you have no peer that you can relate to. Be like, hey, I'm going through puberty, but also I'm a Jedi Knight. <laughs> well, like taking the comparison, I'm going to compare them to Anakin and Obi-Wan just because Stellan and Obi-Wan seem like they vibe on the same frequency. Um, like Anakin was Obi-Wan's apprentice for 12 years. So they had a long time in this brotherly slash father son, like however they want, however they choose to define it relationship. So Obi-Wan functionally raises Anakin. They spend a lot of time in this dynamic. Anakin, by the time he gets Ahsoka, has a very good idea of what it's like to be a master for better or worse, like what is expected of him and what's involved in all of that. Assuming that you become a Padawan roughly at the age like Ahsoka was, like 12 or 13, Vernestra was only Stellan's student. Like she graduated at 15. We, we're just catching up with her a year later. She was only Stellan's student for like what? three years maybe four if we're being generous honestly like i thought he was like i got her for six months and i'm done yeah it's so short it feels so short and yeah like anakin and ahsoka are actually very close in age you don't really realize it because she's still a kid and he's an into he's an there's adult he's an adult at this point there's less than 10 years between them isn't it just five she's like 14 and he's He's 20, 19. He's 19 in Attack of the Clones. So he's 20 in Clone of So he's 20. Okay. So six year age difference. Yeah. Six or seven years. Yeah. It's not a really, it's not a very big, I guess you can make the case that this is wartime and Anakin shouldn't have become a knight so quickly. And he just kind of got a a battlefield promotion. He was like, okay, let's go. We need generals, but. Don't let Anakin hear you say that. What? (laughs) (laughs) No. And. (laughs) I didn't say he can't be a Jedi master. Yeah, okay, I kind of said that. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, because if he can't be it. a knight, he can't be a master, and he so cannot have he. a. He has a seat on the Jedi Council, but how can I? Oh, okay, okay, but at his age, as Obi Wan said, it's never been done before. Like I said, Obi Wan's never done a thing wrong in his life. I'm mostly kidding. Um, <laughs> <Sadine. but laughs> not his. What part of that was his fault? What he part left, of that was his he fault? He left a rage monster alive. Okay, but he didn't know <laughs> that he would go kill Satine. We're putting a lot of the burden of other people's decisions on Obi-Wan, is what I'm saying. We can't blame Maul. Sure we can't. Let's, you know what? We're not going to blame Maul. You know who we are going to blame? 
Palps. Palps. Everything is Palpatine's fault. Okay, but Stellan and Renestra, with their six-month to three-year apprenticeship, like, like you said, they do sort of have that, like, jokey vibe, like, but to me it almost reads now like the teenager who is constantly lying to her father about, like, <laughs> everything. He's like, do you have anything you want to talk to me about? Nope. No vision. good. I'm good. Not my altered light. I'm good. How are you? Like, nice office. So I'm almost wondering what happens there now. Well, yeah, the fact that she's not willing to talk to him when we see some people after they're knighted, after they're, yeah, after they're knighted, they still have a relationship with our master. Mm -hmm. So it just feels weird. Like, did they not have enough time for like that trust to build? Or the gifted kid thing where, like, I can solve my own problems. I would like to think it's the latter. It's the gifted kid thing because it's only three years, but you do sort of – you are living with them, essentially. Yeah, they are raising them. Those are formidable years, too. Yeah, but the thing is her her formative years are not done. And he was like, great, you're an adult now. Go. Go. And I think that's probably where a lot of her problem comes from. Yeah. I wonder if she's like, I was let out of the nest too early. I'm on the fly in a little bit. You know, like, yeah. it just feels like maybe she felt like he wanted to get rid of her early. Like. Very true. She sees like other people like, yeah, older than her. Heck, there's Obi-Wan in his mid-20s. Still a Still a battle. That braid is getting long. This poor boy was so ready to graduate. Okay, so looking now at that sort of strange dynamic, let's talk about like your other faves. So Loden mm-hmm. and his relationship with Belle, which is quite different from from Stella and Renestra. Yeah. They, that is much more traditional. Yeah, they have say. that very much mentor mentee. Yeah. And Loden is so calm and he can calm Belle and just, you know. Yeah. He's like the ultimate, like, the idea of, like, who you would go to guidance, for guidance, you know? Yeah. So what, so what is it about, about Loden that appealed to you? He has a really cool so name. Much. No. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Loden Greatstorm is a pretty, is a pretty badass name, so. Well, he just seemed badass. In Rising Storm and in Rising Storm. Oh, not Rising Storm. Light of the in Light of the Jedi. He just seemed really badass, and he had some cool lines. And I don't know. He just stood out to me in that book above others. I get. I think honestly, it's probably because we get so much. Because first of all, we get so much in Light of the Jedi. There is just so much happening. Yeah. But Loden and Bell are one of the few like consistent Jedi through lines. Yes, and they are just. You can understand the relationship of from the get-go, too. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something. Now, okay, I do find this interesting just because we are talking about Light of the Jedi. Is we see, like, this great Jedi like Loden with an apprentice. But, okay, we have Elzar Man who nobody will make master yet. So maybe he just can't have a – no, he can't have a paddle. Yeah, knights Renester is a knight and knights can take paddles. So for some reason <laughs> – some reason Elzar doesn't have a Padawan and 
the quote-unquote greatest Jedi golden girl, Avar, also doesn't have a Padawan. I think Elzar Man is known for his... Has a reputation. For his multiple acts, yes. <laughs> yes. So I don't think Yoda's like, let's have a kid be in this environment. Let's have a kid learn from Elzar Man. Poor Elzar Man, honestly. He doesn't we don't seem like need... a bad Jedi. He's just a little distracted. We don't need more Elzar Mans. We need more Elzar Mans. I actually love Elzar Man. <laughs> I know you do. Not but as much a... as I love Stella GS, let's be clear. But okay. I'm not keeping that in. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm We're trying not to shaming Elzar man. Okay. Um I don't know. Avar feels very independent. Does which Avar is. feel almost removed from, from the, Jedi the whole Jedi? Yeah. She like feels she's just her own thing. Like I get kind of like a Captain Marvel vibe from her, honestly. Like yeah. maybe because I see her as Brie Larson in my mind, but like she's like, she'll come and help. But she's like not part of the Avengers, you know, <laughs> like right. If that makes sense, that makes per- that's actually a really good way to put it. Because she just maybe it's just because she was in Light of the Jedi, and then she dipped, and she's not in any of the books anymore, and she's only in the comics. She's but like even, mentioned a lot. They talk you about her, but you don't like. Yeah, it's it's weird. And even in the comics, she's not really there. Like, the comic is mostly Keith Trennis' story. So I feel like we got a big build-up to Avar, and we're told about how awesome Avar is, and then we're given very little Avar after that. So I guess it makes sense that she doesn't have a Padawan, because then the Padawan can't be in the story either. Yeah. And maybe she's working on something more than we think, more than we know for the Jedi. And again, not an environment for a child. Maybe, but you'd think they'd want to train, like, somebody in that kind of environment so that one day if something happens to avar that she's not the only one who knows what's going on that's very true well as we know the jedi aren't very good planners no they're not this is true the oddly enough their foresight doesn't go quite that far Mm. okay so we did mention a couple times that vernestra took a padawan against Against her better judgment. So, not her better judgment, against our better judgment. Vernestra took a bad one. So, okay, so let's let's talk about this then. Vernestra and Emery. So, she gets a lot of like time in the books. And I'm guessing that's part of the appeal, at least yeah, for you. Definitely. She was like the first character that I really connected to. And when you go from like Light of the Jedi, which every chapter is another character. When I my my personal preference is character driven stories, mm-hmm. and her a test of courage is just her, and that was the second book I read. It just really stood with me, and I was like, okay, I get this one character; she can be my like through line to everything else. Like, mm-hmm. how is this connected to Vernestra? Stellan's connected to Vernestra and then Stellan has Avar and Elzar man, you know, that kind of thing. But it all links back to Vernestra. Yeah, exactly. So that I mean, in fairness, me. there are other points of view in A Test of Courage, but Vernestra's always there. Like, if yeah, she's not exactly. the point of view character, she's standing beside them. Exactly. Yeah. And we get to know what other people think about her kind of thing. Yeah. You know, how she's seen by other people. And is she just, like, a very relatable character and 
even though she is this prodigy character. She's yeah. much more relatable than I thought she was going to be when I was like, oh, 16 Jedi Knight? Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I think sometimes there's a tendency to be like, child prodigy, and then they're nothing like a child would ever be. Yeah, but, but she is so, it's such a good mix of this. Like, you feel her doubt. She is very human, even though she's not a human, you know? Yeah. Like, and that's something I admire. Because with the Jedi, a lot of times, they are these larger-than-life characters, and... She feels real. I think that's what I like about the High Republic overall is it did take these sort of mythical, like mythical almost, yeah, like galactic monk knights. And they're like, okay, they brought them down a bit. They're like, they are still monks, still knights, but they are an organization. They run schools. They have students. Like they go Some on of them trips. are not monks. Well, Elzar Man, is Elzar Man doesn't know the meaning of the word celibacy, but. I feel like none of them do, honestly. But at least not by choice, sure. But otherwise... Uh... Elza Man is why there's a rule. I'm betting you. Elza oh, there's Man a rule. It's the reason for the rule against attachment. <laughs> That's the Too origin many attachments. The whole High Republic is leading up. The, the end is going to be... Yoda's going to be like, yeah, we ain't doing romances anymore. Like, Tell us are you kill us all your libido will like that's where this is gonna end <laughs> it's like the starlight beacons just gone and be like elzar man like where's elzar he's occupied okay no so um <laughs> i mean i probably Sorry, don't be shaming elzar so much but it's, no, we, it's just so honest i think the thing is though we are getting a huge kick out of this because up until now, we've had like, okay, Anakin and Padme are married. They're having twins. We assume they've had sex. Like, Obi-Wan and Satine, we can make assumptions, but that's all we've got. Like, uh, no, we have Corky, who is we have Corky. Kenobi. I'm sorry. You're How right. I forgot. We have Corky. So we know that they had sex. Yes. But what I'm saying Hera is- Hera and Kanan had a baby too. Hera and Kanan had a baby. <laughs> but like, so we have a lot of like- sex ending in babies which is great <laughs> but and first of all it was all talked around like Heron yeah. Kanan apparently had not exchanged I love you's before she got knocked up um, Anakin and Padme have a very well documented marriage um, Obi-Wan and Satine so secret a love child that he it's doesn't still even know not said on screen that Corky is definitely Obi-Wan's son Dave was so, planning it I know Dave I know you, Dave. It's gonna. I've seen the Kenobi interview. series. It's gonna happen. No, we don't know that for sure. Um, but back Ooh. to Elzar. I think the appeal is that this sort of like young, handsome man, and just you know, yeah, because we see Jedi flirting a lot. Yeah, they are but all then, so flirty, and it never pays off. It's like Elzar just he's pays in it the off. Bedroom. <gasps> what are they doing? Okay, but. Not to make this all about sex, but I'm about to. Um, the first canonical quote-unquote sex scene that we got was in Lost Stars, a Claudia Gray book. And now Claudia Gray is writing Fallen Star. So I'm just saying, if Avar and Elzar don't have a moment, I will be astonished, quite frankly. Okay, you know what this topic was? It was from this it was Vanessa and Stellan, but I, we just got very distracted by Elzar because let's be real, Elzar and Stellan are linked. 
So I'm sorry. Let's I focus am gonna, it in. I'm going to bring up Elzar's libido. Activity. Yeah, activities as much as I'm going to bring up how much I hate Hawkeye. That's the running joke. That's the running joke with the waffle. Okay, but Vernestra and Imri and this bad idea of a relationship. Let's just bring it back in. Let's bring it home. She she seems overwhelmed. She is overwhelmed. I do not blame her. She's dealing with a boy with trauma. Just like Obi-Wan. Hey, we all know it's how all well connected. that went. Yeah, it's all connected. Especially with his power, too. Like this to isn't feel something... that to feel the empathy and like to feel the emotions of others. Yeah, and it's like she's not an expert in it. And she's not going to Stellan and being like, hey, BT dubs. Because she's not telling Stellan anything. Exactly. So who who is she? She's not getting help from anybody. Okay, not to make this about Elzar again, but that's the key difference between the two is that Elzar, touching the dark side, knows he needs to ask for help, presumably because he was with his master long enough to know that it's not shameful to ask for help when you're stuck, but presumably Vernestra with her gifted kid relationship dynamic with Stellan is like, well, I can't ask for help. I'm a knight. I wonder if like Stellan was very like hands-off parenting kind of thing. Like you go, you do you kind of thing to the point where she is like, I'm supposed to figure this out on my own. That's, that's a very good point. I think that's a big regret I have that we don't see much of what Loden was like as a master to Belle. We just sort of see the tail end. We don't see in the comics a ton of what Skier is like as a master for Keeve. We just see Keeve getting knighted. Vernestra is knighted before the books even start. Like, we don't know what they're like as masters. At least with Loden, he's giving advice. We see. Yeah. Like, where they're talking things out. So you get, like, yeah, you get the sins that they talk to each other, but Loden was involved, more hands on. Yeah. (laughs) You know, at least, like, that's what I fear. That's what I thought was implied with what we saw in light of the jedi yeah no but that's the thing is it's very clear we just you know sort of don't know i guess what i'm saying is we don't know what Loden was like like raising bell yeah and we bell is how old bell in light of the jedi like 17 yeah so he's much more he's nearly 17 maybe 18 but yeah yeah. so what he was like like when he was 12 or something yeah like we don't know what that's like like keev and skier become peers very quickly because keev is knighted right away and skier is still there Sort of giving that sort of advice, and I guess Keeve's okay with it. But, and the thing is, Keeve and Belle are not that much older than Vernestra. They're only a couple, like, so Stellan would have only had to have her for a couple more years if they're all sort of operating on the same timeline. But he was just ready to let her go to her detriment. Yeah. <laughs> I think this girl's going to have a breakdown. I honestly do. Yeah. She's going to fall. I was talking to our Zoom. About how, oh, my two favorite characters, one's Loden and one's Vernestra. I was like, nothing can happen to Vernestra. She can't die. And Arzu's like, she's going to be like, so much pain is going to be inflicted on this girl. <laughs> she's good. It's going to hurt so, yeah. so bad. She's not going to die. She's just going to no. be in a lot of pain. Like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just at this point expecting all of them to die. And then whoever survives, that'll be my treat. I'll put money Yoda survives. Yeah, I feel like Yoda's going to be okay. 
And yeah. um, the other one who's in the Clone Wars. He looks like a goat. Tara Sinube? He... Maybe. Yeah. Tara Sinube. He's going to be fine. For now. Well, until the Clone Wars. I know. He's going to survive the High Republic. Otherwise, they're all doomed. Somehow it's all El- Elzar Man's fault. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's the fault of Elzar Man and his libido. Elzar Man's like, hey, Stellan, get rid of your apprentice so we can go cruising for ticks. Oh my god, the plot twist of the century. The only reason Renestra graduated early was because Elzar wanted his buddy back. <laughs> yes. He's so codependent. I think it's sweet how much they rely on each other. I don't know. I don't see this. Because, okay, we have friends. We are friends. Yes. We see how, like, <laughs> we see how we're like with the people, like, that we are friends with, that we grew up with. Like, we do rely on them. We don't, we do our own thing. Yeah. But emotionally, whatever, we we lean on our friends. And I, I see this in Elzar and Stellan. I don't see this in anybody else. Like, who does Vernestra have to lean on? No one. No one. And we could say it's a Vernestra problem, but none of them have friends. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. know who Belle's friends are. I don't know who Reef's friends are. I don't know who's Belle who has friends Ember. Are. Okay, but like... Puppies count. Puppies count, but... Sometimes you need people to solve people problems with. No, puppies solve everything. Bucky is staring at you, even though he's not looking at you. He's not looking at me at all. No, see, exactly. He can't look at you anymore because you did dismiss the puppy. I Ember. Bucky, I'm sorry. <laughs> nope. 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 He's not, he's not having it. it. Okay. He'll talk to all you right. later. In that case, <laughs> anything else you wanted to add? Yeah, our girl's doomed. Either she's going to be killed or she's going to have a mental breakdown. Great. Something something to look forward to this January when Wave 3 drops. Wave 3? Yeah, not Phase yep. 3. Wave 3. Phase 1. Wave phase three. 1, Wave 3. And one of these days, I will not doubt myself. All right. So that's going to do it for us. So if you want more information on... Space Waffles, any updates and stuff, follow me on Twitter at Arzu Amin. Uh, you can also follow Candace at Candace is a Geek. For the network, you can follow us on Twitter at Geeky underscore Waffle. We are the Geeky Waffle on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And also on Patreon. Be sure to check that out there for things like our Discord and Waffles After Dark. And we are also at thegeekywaffle.com. So thank you all so much for listening. Let Vernestra just be okay, and may the waffles be with you.